Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Almost 30. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's Lindsay and Krista. Top of 2023. We're glad you're here. Welcome. Welcome to 2023. I feel like every year you're like, we made it. <laughs> like we're still living. <laughs> so I don't want to be, I don't want to be like we made it vibes. Yeah. It feels like I cannot get a hold of time. It's moving yeah. so fast. I think people will nod their head and agree to that. Yes. It's very, very odd. And I think it's normal right now. So much happening, shifting on an energetic level, but then on like a 3D level. So I think, yeah, I think it's all all normal. Yeah. What is normal? <laughs> I know. What is up, down? What is all around? But we're so grateful to have you with us and to be in conversation with you. Lindsay and I love to do Ask Us Anything episodes, especially as we start January 2023. We just want to like dig in, have some girl talk, girl time, and talk about some of the topics and questions that you brought to us Mm -hmm. in the beginning of 2023. So this episode is going to be spirituality focused, more focused on goal setting in 2023 or the way we're going to approach 2023. We'll talk about rock bottom moments. We'll talk about how to stay present for whatever season in your life you're in. And we'll have fun. Shall we get to it? Yes. All right, let's do it. I just want to first talk about the elephant in the room, me wearing your sweatpants all day with you. Oh, really? Did you not realize these are yours? They're yours now. We, I, I had no idea. TNA. Oh. Awkward. 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 How the heck? That's so awkward. I've gotten so many more in the meantime that I've lost the. I know. But these are <laughs> good I'm just ones. like, let me. Never giving them back. Yeah, they're the best. That awkward moment when. That's so funny. Were you nervous that I was going to find out? No, I actually wasn't make nervous you take at all. them off? No. I just remembered when I was in the bathroom. I was like, oh, yeah, these are hers. I wanted you to remember One time me. I had a roommate and I was wearing her clothes and she caught me on the street wearing her clothes. <laughs> and it was one of the worst moments of my life. <laughs> it was truly one of the worst moments. I was like, wow, this is a true low. Hello, Fooch. We got Fuji in the house. If you're watching on YouTube, we got Fuji on the table. Yeah, we have some cat energy coming into 2023. So we got Fuji, <laughs> Fuji in the biz. So we got a question about intuition practices and how to center yourself spiritually. A question I love. Yes. I love this so much because when we give people the power of being connected to their intuition, you really give them their life. You give someone a life. It's everything to know that there is synchronicity available to you, to know there's magic available to you. This was a lot of the reason why I created my two tarot decks, the reason why I created Modern Tarot. So I have a business called Modern Tarot and I have really beautiful decks that I bring through. And the reason why I did that is because I want people to be able to connect to their intuition and having my connection to my intuition is everything. I mean, it's like what makes life worth Mm -hmm. living. And when we're not, it's like devastating. Devastating. <laughs> you, know what I mean? or, you know, it's like once you know how it feels and then if you find yourself off center in a way, it's thankfully you kind of know what's up. You're like, ah, okay. And I think the trick and or, yeah, the point is like kind of the way back and we can talk about mm. some practices that bring us back to our center. But I didn't meet or understand what my intuition was until I was like, in my early 30s, to yeah. be completely honest. I really... Late bloomer. I will <laughs> late bloomer. Embarrassing. <laughs> Got my boobs and my intuition in my 30s. <laughs> um, but I didn't really understand or connect to it in a way that was like real to me. I felt like yeah. I was getting intuitive hits for a long time, probably most of my life, but they're just a way in which we turn it off in order to fit in 
or be seen or validated by people around us. And we got to walk back to it at some point or else it gets too painful. Yeah. So for anyone listening that's younger, like below Mm -hmm. 25, I think being able to develop that relationship is one of the most important. Yes. I think for me, my intuition was like annoying. It was like, oh, you're telling me to break up with this person or you're telling me to Mm -hmm. stop drinking or you're telling me that I don't belong in this room or this place. And it felt annoying, but it really was guiding me to the places where I was living in discomfort and was uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and wasn't aligned. And that's why the Saturn return time is so important and all of that. But I wrote down or I was thinking about three things that I really leverage for intuition and developing your intuition and staying centered spiritually. And one of the first things I thought about was accepting the weird or being comfortable with the weird. And with intuition, it may come to you in very weird ways. It may come to you in in ways that surprise you or ways that you wouldn't have imagined. Mm -hmm. It's not always going to be a license plate that says a guy's name that you're going to marry. Like it it might be very odd. It might be a cashier checking you out somewhere that says something that you need to hear. It may be a note. It may be a song. It may be a podcast that you get recommended. It may be even something on your Explorer page. Mm -hmm. It's going to come to you in very weird and odd ways. And so just being okay with it, not feeling like it's coming in the way that it comes for your favorite influencer or someone else you follow online, your way of communication with spirit and the divine and angels is going to be different and very unique to you and how you receive information. So just know it might look different for you than other people. Yeah, I think that's really important because in this day and age, like Instagram, TikTok, all the things, we're kind of seeing what everyone else is doing and comparing our experience to others. And it really, that pulls us pretty far away from our intuition. So I really love that one. Yeah, I don't think a TikToker is going to have the messages for you. (laughs) Because TikTokers are like, except the ones that are like, how to connect to your intuition yeah. in five easy steps. Yeah, they're like <laughs> shuffling cards. They're like, I have a message for you. <laughs> and they're like, you need to, and it's like, if that ever, I'm like, scroll, scroll. scroll. Keep, keep it going. I move it so fast. It is crazy. If I ever hear one that's like, I've, this is for you. I'm like, no, it's not. Absolutely <laughs> not, stranger on the internet. Uh, manipulating. I think uh, one of the ways that I just have been able to kind of understand my intuition and how it presents is alone time. So it's like pulling my energy <laughs> uh, back. You we know. We know. Loner. <laughs> pulling my energy back from Me. relationships. No, just relationships yes. in general. And like maybe even like situations that I'm currently in that are stressing me out or just anything that's kind of pulling my energy a little bit. And it's not that those things are bad. It's just like taking conscious space to be like, I'm going to be in my own experience right now and just see what's up, see how I'm feeling. And I found that the messages that would come through were much clearer. And for me, like so much of it comes through like a felt sense in my body. So I know a lot of us and me being one of them at one point were like, it was a little scary to be alone, you know, having that like very intentional alone time. But then when I would go back to being with people, I was able to hear myself more clearly so I wouldn't abandon myself. So it's just kind of like, it's almost like having a one-on-one with a friend who you want to get to know on a deeper level. In a group, you can't really do it. But this one-on-one is actually between you and you. That's really helped me. And just trust that whatever you want to do in that alone time 
is probably what your intuition is guiding you in order to be a bit closer and more connected to it. So that might be ecstatic movement with your body. That might be journaling. That might be meditation. That might be time in nature. That might be going to a comedy show by yourself. Like That might be a host of so many different things, but trust that whatever it is, is true and guiding you towards that center and not worried about it feeling or looking as spiritual as possible. Yeah. I think that's number one for intuition development is alone time and solitude. Mm -hmm. Jay Shetty in his book coming out talks about solitude versus loneliness and how can we choose to be in solitude versus feeling like we are having to be alone or we are alone, not by choice. I said related to that 1A, uh, reducing noise. And reducing noise means spending less time on your phone, spending mm-hmm. less time consuming media, yeah. spending less time you know, with friends, with people, spending less time with work, spending less time with anything that is preventing you from being in your own energy and essence and preventing you from listening to the voice within. Mm-hmm. And so that for me personally is really phone time, is really podcasts, is really things like YouTube. Although I love all of the spiritual things, I love to learn, I love to read, I love philosophy, I love all of these things. It's really keeping me from hearing my own voice and hearing my own sense of my own intuition. So I am someone that also does it, but how can you be quiet more? How can Mm -hmm. you be reducing whatever noise to really hear your intuition? Yeah. No, it's such a good one. Yeah. I'm about to, when we're recording this, about to take a little time off. I feel like we both do this during the holidays, just time off social a little bit. And it's so helpful. Yeah, it's huge. You know, I'm like, oh, wow. I don't want to see what you guys got for Christmas. Yeah, don't care. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to see. This is, this is honestly like my, this is actually truly my inner teenager talking. Mm-hmm. Her being like, whatever, your family likes each other. Oh, you've got like a beautiful home and your mom cooks <laughs> an amazing dinner. Like, blah, blah. Dude, my mom today, speaking of my mom, we were talking about Christmas. I'm going home for the holidays. And she's like, so Christmas morning, I'm thinking for breakfast about making avocado toast. I'm like, <laughs> I'm leaving LA. I'm not going to Ohio in December for the holidays to eat a cold avocado on toast. <laughs> Please. Thank you very much. But I love that the thought was probably thinking about what you probably like and eat in LA. Yeah. And she wanted to recreate it. Because it says that on TV. For Ohio <laughs> holidays. I don't even like avocado toast, really. <laughs> I, I was like, okay. Are we going to have like a kombucha spritzer, too? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, no, we're, we're not. And then the last thing I said was having your own flavor. Mm-hmm. So uh, in addition to uh, getting quiet, reducing noise, and letting it be weird, having your own flavor of your connection to your intuition is huge. And I think for me, I had to really come to the awareness and understanding that the way that I'm going to connect or who I'm going to connect with is going to look different than for other people. So sometimes Mm -hmm. that's my higher self and sometimes that's my angels. Sometimes that's my galactic team, whatever it is. I have a specific flavor and signature that is unique to me. And I'm going to let that be as weird and as out there as possible, but it feels right for me. So you should feel comfortable in having your own flavor. So maybe your own flavor is you hear a ringing in your ear Anytime you know you need to listen to something or you need to really pay attention, or maybe you have a body sensation, or maybe you get really cold, or maybe you hear music, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, you are going to have your own unique flavor. And this is where 
your own faith and self-trust comes in because, again, we cannot always be looking to social media or teachers or guides or people online or podcasters to give us what it looks like for us to be in connection with our higher self and in connection with God. That is very specific to you. So for me in my journey, it felt like it took me a long time to get to this point where I'm like, oh, this is what it feels like when I'm connected. This is who I connect with. This is how I connect because I was probably looking at what other people did. And I was also like, I'll never forget when people would talk about having visions and I'd be like, I don't have visions. But what I was perceiving was a vision was looking with my own physical eyes in the physical world and seeing things. And I have visions in my mind's eye all the time. We can kind of take the long route when we're looking and at other people to tell us the things. And you really need to go with your own unique flavor and experience of what connection is and how can you really lean into that. Yeah. And it takes practice trusting what you're feeling. Yeah. Because I think the mind just wants to be like, no, 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 no. That's not, that's yes. not what you think it is. And so it's just taken a practice of like letting my, I guess, heart or intuition speak a little bit louder than my mind, just telling my mind to take a back seat for a moment so that I can kind of feel my way through this. Because yeah, the mind's job is to be like very practical yes. and kind of primal and like protect you from anything wacky or unsafe. But And I think is- in the membership this year, so we have our membership mm-hmm. opening for enrollment soon. We're going to do like a very galactic camp. I'm really excited about mm-hmm. it. But I think I want to do circles where we practice our intuition mm-hmm. and we practice our intuitive gifts. I've done retreats and circles and I've been in experiences where I've practiced like whether it was energy healer training or other spaces where I've practiced my intuition and my yeah. gifts with people. And it was actually really, really helpful. So helpful. It was so incredibly helpful. So I'd love to do that in our membership next year where we can sort of practice and tune into our gifts together in community. Love that. Yeah. We got a taste of that when we were with Natalie Miles a little bit. Oh my gosh. Ad. In that workshop. Yes. Uh, such mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah, it was powerful. Yeah, that is such a good one. Powerful. Just to review for intuition development, allow it to be weird, have your own flavor, reduce the noise, get quiet. Powerful. Okay. We had a, another question and someone was asking for tips on how to have faith when you're at a rock bottom. And yeah, it's hard. It's like, here are the tips. Yeah, totally. You know, it's not necessarily something that we can prescribe universally or I think about it universally because I think rock bottoms are so specific. But the first thing that comes to mind for me is I always try to remind myself that in some way, shape or form, I've been here before, whether it's I've experienced a level of heartbreak, I've experienced a level of sadness or frustration or defeat or confusion or anything like that. And I don't know, there's just knowing that I am in the process of growth and evolution and ideally feeling like I'm getting better and better at approaching these things, just knowing that at some level I've been here before and I have experienced the other side And so not only does that give me hope, but it also gives me perspective. And it reminds me of like my typical coping mechanisms where I'm like, yeah, I was here before and I definitely tried to avoid it. And I'm kind of recognizing the familiar patterns and that's okay. But, you know, this time I can kind of shift a couple degrees in another direction to get maybe a little bit 
more conscious of a an experience through the growth. So yeah, it's just reminding yourself that whether it's in this life or another life, you've been here before and you have everything you need to move through it. And there's no right way to move through it. And there's no particular pace you need to move through it, but that you have literally everything you need. Yeah. I think this is such a beautiful question. And I I agree that there's such different experiences with rock bottoms. And I think, you know, the question was around having faith and it's like faith actually is like created in rock bottom moments Mm. because faith is believing in the unseen. Mm -hmm. You know, how can you believe in the creator or God or your higher self or your own power without the rock bottom? And I've had that in my life where my confidence and my faith in myself and my faith in my life and my faith in my path is really developed in those rock bottom moments. Mm -hmm. And from an energetic perspective, a rock bottom is really just creating an opportunity for you to have deeper alignment on a path that is more for you. So I think there's this thought around change and we've talked about change before, but to change your life, you have to have change, period. So if you want a life that is more aligned, that is more vibrant, that is more joyful, that is more expressive than the life that you're living now, you actually have to go through change to have that happen. Mm -hmm. You might have to end a relationship. You might have to shift things up in your business. You might have to end friendships. You might have to leave that job. You might have to do all the things to allow space and bigger and better things to happen. And so as it relates to faith, I think this is something that I've had waver for me the past couple of years, just really being like in a point with God where I'm like, God, what? Mm -hmm. I'm a good person. Why Mm -hmm. is this happening to me? You know, you kind of get in that victim. You're like, why is this happening to me? Mm -hmm. And in that you have, or I've had that reckoning of I'm co-creating this situation with my higher self and with God. And then also, what is the experience where I'm like, unless everything is going exactly how my mind thinks it should be, I am mad or I'm upset or I'm feeling abandoned by God where I lose my faith in God because I'm not getting everything I want. Mm -hmm. And also, everything that I want for my life is so limited. Mm -hmm. I have such a limited view of what's possible for me, of what is available to me. So how can this rock bottom really be a re-shifting or really be just like a bottoming out of all of what you thought was possible in your limited perspective. Sometimes it's like the greatest thing because there's a clearing at once. I actually think that when we have the point where we're kind of having things happen, but we're not hitting the bottom, Mm -hmm. it's actually kind of worse. Totally. Because then you're in it for longer Mm -hmm. and you're just using years of your life just hovering. That's why a lot of times with addicts and when you're in a situation where you have someone that has a problem, Oftentimes, them being able to hit their rock bottom allows them to build the confidence to get out themselves and really rebuild a life that they love. So hitting the rock bottom is not the worst thing. Yes, It's actually really beautiful because then on the other side, you're going to be able to rebuild your life in a way that you really love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's such an incredible point of not quite hitting the rock bottom is actually just like this shape-shifting of the same pattern. It's like, how do I kind of stay in it? How do I stay in it? How do I stay in it? And I think a rock bottom has the power to bring you even closer to who you really are, you know, but it feels, I think it's advertised, quote unquote, as the farthest thing from who you really are. But I think it's kind of like the gateway to who you really are. And even just that word, like rock bottom, you know, I know 
you know, we can like play with words, but I think it's actually powerful in this sense where, yes, there can be emotions around it that feel like just the bottom, the bottom of what a human could feel like the lowest of lows, but there is an energy to it that is kind of like a springboard energy and it doesn't have to happen as fast as like a springboard catapults you into the next thing, but it has this energy of like, there's so much creation energy in a rock bottom. And if you're in a rock bottom right now and you're not seeing it and it's cloudy as fuck and you can't see a foot in front of you, that's okay too. It does not last forever. And sometimes we're meant to not see in order to feel, feel, period. That's everything. I think we often force ourselves to have an answer or a next step and then we don't make the right decision or, you know, there's no wrong decision, but I think when you're in it, just be in it. Mm -hmm. Don't be strategizing and planning and looking for ways out of it and looking for the next step or the next thing or the next career move. It's like, actually, you're supposed to be exactly where you are in that moment. And the biggest disservice you could do to yourself is trying to like exactly like contort to find your ways out of it. Mm -hmm. Because you probably aren't going to, when you aren't fully clear on something, that's okay. Yeah. Wait for the clarity. Wait to get super, super clear. And as uncomfortable as a rock bottom is, life isn't linear. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're, you know, a rock bottom is, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. We're not always just, I got a job and then I got a better job and then I got an even better job and then I got an even better life. It's mm-hmm. just life doesn't go 100%. from zero to 100. We go from to 10 to 15 to 30 to 90 to six to, you know, it just yeah. is up and down. And that is how it's meant to be. And that is, always leading us to better, even if it's incremental, mm-hmm. but really being in it. Yeah. You know, in these moments, it's like you could feel the most alone that you've ever felt in your life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where faith peace can come in because we can think that we're doing this on our own. We have to lean a hundred percent just on our own strength. Yeah. And I'm not saying you have to believe in a higher power. There's something to like really believing that you are purposefully placed where you are. And even if you don't understand how you got here, how you were made, why all this is happening, I don't think that's the point in moments where I've felt like I don't know what's next and I'm scared and I'm just feeling really defeated. My faith personally in God, that could be universe, that could be any form of faith for you, but it's taken a little bit of the weight off and just enough to where I can breathe a little bit more deeply and be where I am without trying to scratch my way out. It's like, it just feels like there's a blessing on where I am. And I'm like, okay, if you bless it, I'll be here for it. And then we'll see. Yeah. Because it's sometimes universe, creator, source, whatever is like, ah, finally. Mm -hmm. Thank God. Finally. You've reached the rock bottom. Mm -hmm. Now let's do this. Yes, exactly. Sometimes you really need to lose all of the other things, all of the ego, all of the patterns, all of the beliefs, everything you were doing, you kind of need to let go of that Totally, to really be in service, to really be on mission. Mm-hmm. You know, all of you have missions here on earth. So it's like, how can you use this as a rededication to the mission you have? Yeah. It's funny because I was like talking, 
to God. I was like, oh yeah, I'm like here for the mission, blah, blah. blah. And God was like, I don't think you are. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm here for the mission. God's mm-hmm. like, you're here for it when it looks exactly like how you want it to look. Yeah. Because think about, if we think about Jesus Christ as an example, as like an ascended master, or whether you think he's the savior or whatever, Jesus Christ, the figure, it's like, he was in service by giving up his life, yep. by being like an outcast, mm-hmm. by being someone that was like ostracized and condemned by so many people. And it's not like my service needs to be that way, but it's like sometimes our service is not like, I am on a stage at Madison Square Garden and I am, I've got the biggest podcast in the world and yep. I live in a mansion and I have an amazing, you know, it's sometimes service doesn't look like yeah. on the material yeah. 3D realm, what we think it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the service is actually happening more in the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. The last thing I wanted to say from, you know, my view on the rock bottom, it's like, how does the rock bottom really m- manifest materially? Where for a lot of people, we see rock bottom as I lost my job. That's financial, you know, security too. Or I'm not making as much money or, you know, how much, or I don't look the way I want to look or I lost a relationship. How much is it externally focused? It's usually like the loss of things externally mm-hmm. brings us to a point of rock bottom. And in that situation, we're essentially codependent with our life because we're giving all power away to things outside of us rather than resourcing or sourcing up inside of us. Because when we are resourced from the inside, it doesn't matter what happens. Yeah. It doesn't matter who breaks up with us. It doesn't matter what job we lose, what client we lose, you know, what we look like because we are sourced from something inside and something bigger and greater. A hundred percent. Yeah, and I think… I have a new course out called Rock Your Rock Bottom. <laughs> hey, everyone. This Hold is on. a perfect… Lead- I got to Google it because I'm sure it exists. Oh, hell yeah. Google it now. <laughs> hey, guys. This is actually a perfect lead-in to my new course, Rock Your Rock Bottoms, a six-week course where we go through the rock bottom process and we bring you from rock bottom to rocking it. Actually, I want to buy the domain so that I can see the person that tries to buy it from me. How to rock your rock bottom and reinvent yourself. Yes, bitch. But it's not a program, so you could for sure do it. Okay. Course coming. Course coming in 2023. Get ready. Hey guys, I've been like you. I've been at rock bottom. Lots of songs called oh, rock God. bottom, you know. Yeah. Beautiful. Spot on. Rock bottom. Um, also, just last thing on that, sending you a lot of love and tenderness during mm-hmm. this time. I've not rocked many rock bottoms and they were the most important periods of my life. Yes. 100%. So just sending you a lot of love and tenderness mm-hmm. and care. And really giving yourself the space and grace for the magnetism to come in during this time. Yeah. Yeah. I think it creates so much, so So much much magnetism. And finally, what's your focus for 2023 and what practices are you doing to support that? Oh, 2023. Why does it always feel like the next year just creeps in and then you're like... There's the part of my brain that goes into computer mode where it's like, lose 15 pounds. Make Mm. make $1 million a year. It's like the list that I've been running in the back of my mind for my entire life that comes up that's just so old and expired and so outdated. So I think my advice for thinking about 2023, we did a really beautiful episode on goal setting last in 20 year. last mm-hmm. year. So we'll link that in the show notes, but make sure to check 
that out as well. You can search goal setting almost 30. I think the most important thing is to really firstly look at the expired goals that you're making because a lot of the goals that you're making are actually expired and not aligned to who you are in this now moment. You've changed so much. You have done so much. You are even closer than ever before. It's just how are we sort of setting expired goals where we're like going to the same practices, the same type of thing. We're going, it's like the dopamine thing where you kind of just like hit the same button for the dopamine. Mm -hmm. You're like, what is this thing? Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go to that. Look at what's expired firstly and really let go. So for me, what is expired, I think, is the structure and way that I did goals normally where I'd sort of just kind of hit on the same things. It was just more. The goal was more. Yeah. Any of my life, the goal was always just more of whatever. Yeah. And it just doesn't, it just doesn't feel good because when does that end? And more is so like, when you say more to the universe, yes. it's almost like not specific enough yeah. in a way. Yeah. Depending on human design too, that would be uh -huh. helpful too with goal setting is really uh -huh. looking at from a human design perspective, you can use the My Human Design app by our dear friend, Jenna Zoe to see if you are a specific or non-specific manifester. And that can help with your goal setting as well to see if you should get really granular, really visual with how you set goals or if you could be more nebulous. Mm, and you are non-specific. And I'm specific. Okay. Yeah. I'm the opposite of you. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> if you want to be, you can. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and what's your, do you have a idea of like a focus for 2023? Well, you know, to be completely mm -hmm. honest, from my heart. So 2022 was a year of expecting the unexpected. Mm -hmm. It was a year of so much change and so much transition. I can't even explain it to you with the business, with relationships, with my personal life, with my work life. It was just everything under the sun really shifted for me. So it feels like in this moment, if I try that whatever I say is not even going to happen. So I don't know if that's a, mm. a loss of faith that I feel, but there's a part of me that's like, how can I even predict anything that happened here? Totally. It's almost like I don't even know what's coming for 2023 in a beautiful way, in a really opportunistic way. So it's kind of hard for me to have a focus. But I think if I said anything, I think my focus would be to probably apply all of the practices and principles that have really been ready and waiting for me. And I think that's very small and nuanced. So mm. it's the things like we talk about within the business and Lindsay and I've been expressing this, that I'm really in the phase of moving out of doing small things so that I can be focused more on the big things and bringing in bigger energies and bringing in more of my purpose and passion. So less of like the minute details around finance or small operations, things that I do within the business sometimes and really focusing just on on the big but yeah i want to focus on like that bigger energy of mm -hmm. my bigness my life's bigness my life's grandness my life's beauty like i really want this year to be if i was to put a want out in the world i want it to be really big mm -hmm. i want a big expansive, big yeah. expansive year of a beautiful home of a beautiful life of more depth in my relationships, more ease in the business, mm -hmm. more flow. And for me to actually feel like I'm in my power, mm -hmm. you know, I think I have moments of that, but like to be like 
no, this is really me and my power. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful. Did you know that the drugs we take to manage period cramps were invented in the 1950s and exclusively tested on men? (laughs) What? It's literally outrageous that there hasn't been more innovation when it comes to periods. Deloon is changing that with dietitian formulated solutions that relieve our symptoms while actually supporting cycle health. Because our cycles affect every aspect of our wellness, period pain, mood, sleep, skin, metabolism, energy, and more. I, I don't know about you, but you know, some some months I'm like, oh my gosh, like everything has to stop, but it really can't because I'm experiencing you know, really bad cramps or headaches, fatigue, bloating, you name it. I've really tried a lot of things. And while I think I've gotten most of my symptoms under control, it doesn't mean they still don't happen and kind of disrupt my flow. So I was really excited to find Deloon and recommend it to a lot of my friends and they have been absolutely loving it. I was talking to a friend the other day that experienced like really, really bad periods, cramps and just all these symptoms. And she was so happy uh, to try Deloon. She's noticed that her symptoms have subsided. They don't last as long. They're not as intense and she can really just be in her life, which is really nice. So Deloon Nutritional Solutions are dietitian formulated to work with your cycle health, not against it. It'll help you all month long while also relieving your cramps and PMS during your period. Deloon creates effective drug-free supplements for period cramps, PMS, and optimal cycle health. So you can get the relief you need naturally, which I'm all about, and start feeling like your best self. So if you want high potency, fast acting supplements for your period cramps, PMS, and really getting your cycle health in its prime top condition, like 92% of their customers report that relief, try Deloon. Leave bad periods behind and start the new year off with 23% off. Go to cyclehealth.com slash almost 30 and use the code almost 30 to get 23% off plus free shipping. If Deloon isn't the right match for you, your money back is guaranteed. That's cyclehealth.com slash almost 30 and use the code almost 30 to get 23% off plus free shipping. It's like we know all these things, right? And it's like, and it takes the human being you know, I'm just thinking about myself too, where it's like all of these things I know, and then it's always taken me time to just really be it, embody it, and actually see it manifest in my life. And And then we don't even catch it though. I know. That's the whole thing where we become so, yeah, where we really need that immediate result, satisfaction, feedback on what we're doing. And I think for me this year, I really want to honor the process, whether that's personally or professionally. And when I say not rushing, it means I just want to be so present to it and so thoughtful. And I want it to feel so personal and like from me rather than rushing to create because I think this is how you should do it or how I've seen people do it. I want it to be so coded with just like, me, whatever I create. And 
Yeah, I think there's like a family focus and I thought includes any and all relationships. You know, I really, I feel like for a season of my life, probably for the past, I don't don't even know, probably like 20 years where like there's just been a level of depth in my relationships that I've let it go. And I want to, with my family, you, Sean, the family we're building, just be able to like take it to a level of depth and intimacy and collaboration that just blows my mind and just fills my heart. So, and that's going to take, I think for me, a focus of like commitment and pouring in and like being there, you know, rather than just assuming that relationships are okay and things are just going to happen. It's like, no, like, what do you have to put in? How you do this is what you, how you do the work is the work. So it's like, how am I doing this? And so just being really thoughtful about that. um, And it's so interesting that experience, because, you know, what I've perceived in our relationship and others, it's like, when you're younger, you're like, oh, that means sharing everything that's ever going on in my life with the people mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. You know, but it's so different than that. Yes. It's so much different than just sharing about what's going on with your life and like sharing personal details. Yes. It's like and liking the same color and like yes. <laughs> you know. It's like an accountability. Yes. It's an honesty. It's like it's a conflict mm-hmm. here and there. It's mm-hmm. a truth like it's all sides of you. Yes. In a way of like not just like a vulnerable share. Yes. Yes, completely. I think it's a really important piece of like modeling that we'll be doing for our kids. And I've just been thinking obviously so much about that. Like they're going to be our little mirrors. Mm -hmm. So it's let's really get clear on that now, you know, and model that now and create a life now. So thinking a lot about that and just practices, you know, I think you know, I think for me, like a daily creative practice is so important and that could look very different every single day, but more often than not, it has something to do with music. And even though sometimes I like arrive to the practice and I'm like, this is stupid. What is this even producing? Should I film this? Should I record this? Should I, should there be a purpose to this? And, you know, when I've done it consistently, just for the sake of showing up and being fully present to express myself in a creative way, I've always felt just so much lighter, so much clearer, like it it ranges, but it's, so there's just this, I think, way in which your innate desire for expression and creativity that could heal you in so many ways, dropping the need for it to be something you're selling or sharing or whatever, seeing where that takes, it could be totally wacky. And that's amazing. You know, like having that, that private expression that heals you on a deeper level, I think for me is really, really important as I'm like getting more focused on what's important to me. Yeah. I definitely want a deeper focus on what's important. Mm -hmm. I was thinking I had the thought in the shower. I'm like, actually, I need more self-discipline this year. Mm-hmm. I was like, I've done not a lot of self-discipline, but I was like, I kind of want to see what's up, what's possible if I have more. Totally. What is what is like calling you? Punishing myself. <laughs> <laughs> Punishment. <laughs> uh, no, 50 but I, burpees every morning. I feel you though. I mean, I feel Just like, like, le- like... Totally. Maybe even less time... Wa- examples. Less time watching YouTube. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I'll, I'll put it on when I'm showering or getting ready mm-hmm. or, you know, just kind of like at the house cooking dinner. And it's just like less that, less. Yep. The highest expression is not yeah. that. It's not noise all the time. Mm-hmm. And so it's small. It's so minor. Yeah. It's so my such minor things. But I know what you mean. Yeah. I've been very self-disciplined in my life and I've taken years off of it that have been really beautiful. But I think now I'm like, I want to lean in and see what's possible with me if I'm able to do that. And you're a different person now, you know, than yes. what, because I remember times when I was super disciplined in certain ways yep. and I'm like, oh, that's so interesting. It was cool. And then I'm like, hmm. I'm thinking of like, whether it's discipline with food, yeah. like just like weird kind of distorted totally. discipline. Totally. But now I feel like discipline would be such a beautiful yeah. structure that your flow could kind of live mm-hmm. in. And yeah. 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 So I don't know if that was clear, but I feel like that's also part of the magic of like leaving a little bit of space for yes what you don't know in the yes. new year. I think we can get so goal horny that we're like, yeah, dude. you know, goals are amazing and I think they're really important and I think they serve a purpose, but you know, we have to leave room for what we could not imagine ourselves, what we couldn't expect and get excited for it already. You know, kind of creating that excitement around like, oh, I have no idea. <laughs> This is crazy and kind of get in the thrill of it, you know, because when we get really, you know, anxious about the unknown, I mean, there's no way to further know it until you're in it. And so why not get excited instead, even if it feels like you're forcing yourself a little bit. But so we're here for all of the magic and change. And last thing for me, it's like from a collective perspective, there's so much coming, Mm -hmm. like so much energetically that's shifting and happening. It's really hard to get a grip when, you know, there's just so much happening in the world. So how can you care for yourself and tend to yourself and nourish yourself? I do think that that is something that's going to be a trend is when there's so much happening, how can we just get back to basics of like true nourishment, Mm -hmm. whether it's rest, water, sunlight, really good quality food that you like are charging with your intention. So Mm -hmm. being really mindful of that too. But yeah, I'm excited for this year. I think it's going to be really beautiful. I feel like the surprise of 2022 humbled me in a way that I feel so at the mercy of whatever's coming in my life and whatever's happening to me that I'm really excited for it. So I'm hoping you all the best for this year. I'm so here for it. And I'm excited to work together in community and the membership. Yes. You know, we have the membership opening enrollment in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have camp again on the 28th. It's going to be like space camp theme, mm-hmm. which is amazing. But in the membership, we're going to be working on so much together. Me and Lindsay do our very personal teachings. You kind of get early access to all of the things that we're working through that we're learning about in the membership. We also have sound healings. We have beautiful workshops with amazing guests. We have community conversations. We have live events like we did in Malibu. Mm -hmm. It is just the most special place. And it's been such a sounding board and safe haven for me and my growth. So I would love for you to be a part of our community and support yourself this year, making sure that you have a place and a resource for your true authentic self and your evolution in our community is just my deep desire. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is an incredible place. And I I've loved seeing you all come in with friends too. There's a special thing that happens when you commit to growth alongside someone. It doesn't have to look the same or feel the same. But I mean, I feel so lucky with Krista where we've grown through 
so much. And like, it doesn't mean you have to bring a friend in. I know you'll meet a friend in there anyway, but I think it would be a beautiful opportunity if you do have a friend that you would like to invite in with you to commit to a level of growth, of communication, of learning, and just a level of fun, you know, like sometimes life gets so serious and work gets so overwhelming and it's like, oh, there can be some levity Mm -hmm. in all of this. And we definitely bring that in the membership as well. So can't wait to see you in there. Stay tuned. We're opening up membership soon. Make sure you're signed up for Camp Almost 30 happening in a few weeks. We cannot wait to see you. Yeah, almost30.com slash camp, almost30.com slash membership for all of that. DM us if you have any questions. We are totally here for you to talk about anything. And we're just really grateful to be in your orbit, to be your friends, to be people that bring you information that can share our truth in our hearts and share what's worked for us, share about our process. And it means the world that you're a part of Almost 30 Nation and our community. You can find us on TikTok and Instagram, almost30.com, for the life edit for Sacredness of Being Single, for the podcast pro courses and programs. And you can find me on Instagram at It's Krista. And I'm at Lindsay Simsek. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon.